I don't think that uh, Snowden can pay back that much money. Furthermore, I don't think there is another better system out there than what was built with the help of, or if not largely in part to Snowden. That's just an opinion. Um, it says here on research.gate that the name of the cloud that Snowden built, which was the NSA cloud, which probably rivals or is the size of all the private companies, Amazon, Google, and Apple. I haven't seen anything here yet about the size of the cloud, but I'm curious. Um, the cloud that Snowden built called Prism. Oh yeah, sure enough, it's in Research Gates' new story and it's here in his book. Uh, in the Heartbeat, on page 223, section 702 of the FISA Amendments Act allows that the IC to target any foreigner outside United States deemed likely to communicate foreign intelligence information, a broad category of potential targets that includes journalists, corporate employees, academics, aid workers, and countless other innocents of any wrongdoing whatsoever. This legislation was being used by the NSA to justify the two most prominent Internet surveillance methods, the prison, PRISM program, an upstream collection. Okay, well... It reads on PRISM enabled PRISM. PRISM enabled the NSA routinely to collect data from Microsoft, Yahoo, Google, Facebook, PalTalk, YouTube, Skype, AOL, Apple, including email, photos, videos, audio chats, web browsing content search engine queries, and all the data stored on their clouds. Ah, now I see why it might be a good idea to go with these small companies like you suggested. And I forgot the name of the one you suggested, but I, I'm, I'm kind of happy with DuckDuckGo if they really are racing what I'm doing, unless they're fakey racing. <laughs> there could be fakey racing out there. <laughs> so the upstream collection, meanwhile, was arguably even more invasive. We're on page 224 in the heartbeat, which is a uh, read board collection system that Snowden made. Uh, so maybe his uh, read board collection system called heartbeat was a tool used to suck information out of the prism. <laughs> he may have helped to build the prism, but I can't believe he could have done it all by himself. And he doesn't claim to. He claims, though, he did design the heartbeat, which colleagues found it very, very useful, interesting, and intriguing. It really got their curiosity up. Together, PRISM collection from the servers of service providers and upstream collection, direct collection from the Internet infrastructure, ensured that the world's information, both stored and in transit, were surveillable. So basically, everything you do on the Internet is surveillable. The next stage of my investigation was to figure out how this data collection was actually accomplished. This to say, to examine the documents that explain which tools supported this program, how they select 
lifted from among the vast mass of dragnetted communications, those that were thought worthy of closer inspection, the difficulty was this information did not exist in any presentation. No matter the level of classification, but only in engineering diagrams and raw schematics. Those were the most important materials for me to find. Unlike the five eyes, which does say when I, you know, when I go to check um, ResearchGate, the source I'm using on DuckDuckGo, does indeed say, and it is common knowledge in Wikipedia, that five eyes uh, was a very big part of this worldwide surveillance. Unlike the five eyes pitch deck cant, whatever that is, they would be concrete proof that capacities I was reading about were merely the fantasies of an over-caffeinated project manager. As a systems guy who was always being prodded to build faster and deliver more, I was too aware that the agencies would sometimes announce technologies before they even existed. Sometimes because a cliff-type salesperson, and that was his downfall and his crashing on the couch, was the guy Cliff with... Uh, Dell that sold the cloud before the cloud was even available. He had just made too many promises and sometimes out of the unalloyed ambition. In this case, the technologies behind upstream collection did exist. As I came to realize the tools are most invasive elements, the most invasive elements of the NSA's mass surveillance system. If only because they're closest to the user, that is, the closest to the person being surveilled. Imagine yourself sitting at a computer about to visit a website. You are opening the web browser, typing in a URL, and hit enter. The URL is, in fact, a request. This request goes out to search the destination server. Somewhere in the midst of travels, however, before your request gets to that server, it will have to pass through turbulence. And that's spelled with capital letters, T-U-R-B-U-L-E-N-C-A, one of the NSA's most powerful weapons. Specifically, your request passes through a few black servers stacked on top, one on top of the other, together with the size of four shelf bookcase. These are installed in special rooms at major private telecommunication buildings throughout allied countries, as well as U.S. embassies and on U.S. military bases and contain two critical tools. The first, called TURMOIL, spelled in capital letters, T-U-R-M-O-I-L. This handles passive collection, making a copy of the data that is coming through. The second is called TURBINE, capital T-U-R-B-I-N-E. It is in charge of active collection. That is actively tampering with the user. So you can think of TURMOIL as a guard positioned in an invisible firewall through which the internet traffic must pass. Seeing your request, it checks for metadata, for selectors, criteria, marks it as deserving of more scrutiny. Those selectors can be whatever the NSA chooses, whatever the NSA finds suspicious, a particular email address, credit card, phone number, geographic origin or destination of your internet activity or just keywords such as anonymous internet proxy or protest. If turmoil flags your traffic is suspicious, it tips over 
to Turbine. Turbine, which diverts your requests to the NSA servers. Their algorithms decide which of the agencies exploits malware programs to use against you. This choice is based on the type of website you're trying to visit, as much as your own computer software and internet connection. Those chosen exploits are sent back to Turbine, Turbine by programs of the quantum, another capital-lettered uh, code word, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, the quantum suite, if you're wondering which injects them into the traffic channel and delivers them to you along with whatever website you requested. The end result, you get all the content you want along with all the surveillance you don't want. And it happens to be less than 686 milliseconds, completely unbeknownst to you. Once the exploits are on your computer, the NSA can access not just your metadata, but your own personal data as well. Your entire digital life now belongs to the NSA. Okay, so now we're going to go into whistleblowing. Chapter 21. And uh, so he's moving on to blowing the whistle. Chapter 21, 22, Fourth Estate. Uh, encrypt. Some very short chapters here. 24, Encrypt, Chapter 25, The Boy. Each chapter is getting shorter and shorter. Now, why is he shortening the chapters? I don't know. Um, I'm guessing, you know, this is like his super high stressful time in his life. And it's uncomfortable to write about. I'm going to give you an analogy from uh, True INFJ here. Uh, the end of the book, his chapters do shorten up quite a bit. It's not a comfortable time in his life. Uh, he's doing something. Should I do it or not do it? You know, based on his intuition. And uh, it's a very tough decision to make. And so now when he's looking back at all this information to write it on paper, put it out, publish, whatever, um, it was an uncomfortable time. So he's not dedicating a lot of his uh, writing to this. He's not ready yet. Maybe as a, if he lives to make to be an 80-year-old man or 70-year-old man or, you know, many, many, a couple, few decades later, he may be able to expand on this. Um, but it looks as though this is a very uncomfortable time beginning with Chapter 21, Whistleblowing. We have ourselves a family reunion. Open. I implore you, do not reactivate him. Don't be ridiculous, Data. Lore is far from the maniacal android you've made him out to be. In any case, he'll obey me. He always did. But he admitted to an alliance with the Crystal Entity. To gain its favor, he betrayed the colonists and would have betrayed the Enterprise as well had I not... Shh! One more. That should do it. Shh. 
So, you're still alive. I'm surprised you woke me. Why didn't you just take me apart again and be done with it? It is why the two of you captured me, isn't it? Data had nothing to do with this lore. And nobody captured you. Not exactly, that is. You see, both of your brains contain a simple homing device. Data's was activated purposefully. Yours, well, until you walked through that door, I had no idea you'd ever been reassembled. No thanks to you. But thanks to you, dear brother, I spent nearly two years drifting in space. If it hadn't been for a fortunate encounter with a pack-led trade ship, I'd still be out there. I had no alternative. You would have destroyed the Enterprise. Well, since I seem to be an uninvited guest at your little party, I'll leave you with your beloved son and be on my way. Lord, wait. There are questions I can answer. You'll have no chance to ask them later. You see, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying. Dying from what, sir? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what do you mean you're dying? You look fine. You're not that old. You, you look fine. What is this, some kind of a trick? I wish it were. This is hopeless. Fighting would be preferable. That's it. I don't follow you, sir. Is it walk in with the Shelliac? Yes, sir.
frequencies. Retrieve him, sir. The captain has been altered by the Borg. Altered? He is a Borg. We'll go back. I need more people. We need to retune the phasers again. We'll get him out of there. Commander, reading subspace field fluctuations from within the Borg ship. Looks like they're regenerating, restoring power. They could be capable of warp any minute. Is the deflector ready? It's ready. Will, he's alive. If we could get him back to the ship, I might be able to restore... This is our only chance to destroy them. If they get back into warp, our weapon is useless. We'll sabotage them again if we have to. We can't maintain power. We don't have the time. Prepare to fire. At least consult with Starfleet Command. Get Admiral Hansen on subspace. Belay that order, Lieutenant. There's no time. Sir, we are being hailed by the Borg. On screen. Resistance is futile. Your life, as it has been, is over. From this time forward, you will service us.